This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, the man said minus three as night starts to fall. This is where it gets tricky because, of course, with the weather front coming in and there has been a weather warning since earlier today, uh, there could even be a chance of snow. But the freezing ice pellets, this is the kind of stuff that could wreak havoc. So you want to be mindful of that. But I also wanted to put you into uh, the right perspective on this as far as uh, what we're to endure for the next few hours and certainly through the night. Uh, Russ Hull has joined us on the line. He's Global News' meteorologist, and he's here to explain all. Ross, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. How goes it? Hi there, John. Happy New Year. Good to be uh, good to be back. <laughs> and a happy New Year. Uh, if, if people are happy about the weather for me to talk about, to be back about, but <laughs> well, yeah, this I mean. is the first do- uh, full day. You know, uh, everybody's back up to speed, or at least hoping to be, and uh, schools back, and so on and so forth. So uh, this front was supposedly coming out of the states, and it could be a little bit uh, concerning or disconcerting. So what 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 are we exactly facing in the next, say, a few hours to twelve hours? Yeah, well, I, I know some people. Whenever you you hear those words freezing rain, uh, you know, it, it, there's a bit of a panic, uh, obviously, and understandably, considering some of the freezing rain events the city has experienced and, and southern Ontario has experienced. This, first off, is not an ice storm that's on the way. Uh, this is going to be likely a few hours of freezing rain, but not for the downtown. So I think areas like, say, say the 401 South, uh, even when this moves in, and, and it's not going to move in likely until 6.30, 7 o'clock, so there's still a lot of commute to get home before it does arrive. Uh, but when it does arrive, it's areas north of the 401, north of the 407, higher elevations over the escarpment, Caledon, Orangeville, uh, towards Newmarket. Those areas could get into a few hours of freezing rain. But it's going to change over, and I think by, say, 9 or 10 tonight, uh, most of that freezing rain, in fact, all of it, will have turned to rain because temperatures will be above the freezing mark. So this is not one of those situations where you're stuck with five, six, seven hours of freezing rain. You see accretion on the power lines and, and so on. Uh, it's a quick shot, and it could make things slippery on untreated roads and walkways, but this is not going to be a major freezing rain event. But you're saying mostly downtown or, or south of the 401 and the 407, uh, if anything, we're going to see rain. Yeah, there could be a quick shot of freezing rain, say, around between 7 and 8 o'clock downtown with temperatures marginal. So we're looking at, I'm just looking at the latest here, around 7 o'clock temperatures uh, at Pearson, for instance, will likely be around 1 degree. So some areas could still be below freezing, so there could be a quick shot around 7 o'clock. But I think by 8, 9 o'clock, Pearson areas, you know, around the downtown, close to the water, will be turning over to rain. It's just as you head north, uh, away from the water, because believe it or not, that water is cold, but it can still have a warming influence on our weather systems. It's a, it's away from the water that that freezing rain uh, could stick around a little longer, and obviously over higher elevations as well, they're going to stay colder a little longer too. So what is this, a system, a front moving through? It's supposed to get appreciably milder tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So this is a system that's tracking in from the Midwest. Initially, last week, it looked like we could get some heavy snow with this. That's what I was talking about last Friday. But as uh, as we got a better handle on things this weekend, it looks like the snowfall amounts have obviously come down, and now it's that freezing rain risk. Yeah, temperatures are going to be rising. So tomorrow morning, we're looking at temperatures. You're waking up to temperatures around you know, 5, 6 degrees. Uh, the Most of the rain will have moved out as well. So it's not going to be a bad day uh, on Tuesday. It's just Wednesday that we've got to watch out now because we've got 
some colder air moving in, and that colder air could start interacting with Lake Huron and uh, Georgian Bay, and we're looking at the potential for some flurries and some snow squalls even possible around parts of the GTA, keeping an eye on that for Wednesday afternoon. So not a bad day Tuesday, but then we're back to some colder weather. And some of the coldest weather we've seen uh, so far, really, since November is going to be arriving uh, later this week. So we've got certainly a taste of winter weather on the way. Do we ever see the sun again? <laughs> Never. Ever, no. no. Okay. Well, Jeez, that, that would, that would I was bracing for that, actually. <laughs> no. I think we could, we could squeeze out a few sunny breaks tomorrow morning. Uh, and then, yeah, we are going to see some cloud cover uh, as this next wave moves in on Tuesday afternoon uh, with some showers possible. And then I think we will see some sunshine on Thursday, Friday into the weekend. It's just going to be cold. It's not going to be this, like this past weekend when we saw sunshine and temperatures rising to about four degrees. I know there was some cloud cover at times. So, yes, the sun will rise and set again in the coming days, uh, but we've got to deal with some colder weather as well. Ross Hull's with us, Global News Meteorologist. I'm always curious to know what the long range, when I say long range, uh, can you even forecast uh, for the next couple of months? Are we in for a bitter winter? Uh, There was some talk of that earlier, uh, like in the fall. Yes. uh, and it's still early. I don't want to jinx anything. So where are we no. headed as far as that's concerned? <laughs> well, that's a good point because that's what a lot of meteorologists have been, do- have been doing as well is where is this cold air? We were expecting a blocking pattern to develop, and that's just a fancy way of saying a high-pressure ridge here and a low-pressure system there or, or a trough or a low – and that – brings in the colder air. It's the right setup for cold air. We haven't been in that setup. Yes, we are going to see a shot of cold air uh, as we move over the next few days later this week, but then it looks like temperatures rise back up again by next week. And I'm really not yet seeing, John, that real cold, frigid air locking in for 10, 15 days. That hasn't happened yet. Uh, If it does happen, it won't be happening, I don't think, until the end of January into early February. And even then, looking at some of the models, uh, they're not showing it. Uh, so we're, we're holding on. I'm holding on for hope that we won't get into that cold air. I know some people are feeling that this hasn't really been a, we- a real winter. Mm. And understandably for some who, who'd like to do winter activities, I know the up and down temperatures aren't great for, for skiing and, and that sort of thing. Uh, but it's not yet in sight, that cold air. But, of course, we do have a lot of winter left, even if it does arrive February into March even. Uh, as we saw last year, uh, we, you know, we had winter weather into April. We had a nice storm in April last year. So there's still a lot of time here, but it's not yet on the radar in terms of that cold air lasting for, for several weeks like we can see in the winter. So, But we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, that sustained cold snap that's necessary for, say, backyard rinks. Uh, nobody's building them anymore because the weather's so volatile. Exactly. That, that would be a really difficult thing to do if you were trying to do that this year, well, this past year in December. Uh, it was very mild in December, and we, didn't, we only saw about five centimeters of snow, and we're starting off this month on a very mild note. Although we will get into some colder air, I think it's going to start warming up again as we head mid-month. So, uh, yeah, the, that up and down isn't, isn't very easy for, for stuff like rinks, but for people that are trying to get around, trying to enjoy the weather conditions. I love this past weekend. Uh, you know, it's, it's obviously a, a little better of a situation. But you, that's one thing I've learned in my many years in this business is never put a judgment on the weather conditions. Right. You'll always find someone who likes the cold, who doesn't like the cold, and so on. So, and we have no choice, essentially, right? We've got to take whatever weather we get. So. All right. Well, uh, that's a good news story in a fashion uh, that we're not going to get hammered here with a lot of snow or ice, uh, certainly south of the 401. Uh, be mindful north of that corridor, though, because uh, untreated roads, as you say, Ross, could become problematic on the drive home, especially as the dark has now descended. 
but all in all, uh, perfect perspective. I appreciate your sharing it with us and your expertise. Thanks very much, John. You got it. Uh, there you go, Ross Hull, global news meteorologist. You know, the rink thing is really, really perplexing. Uh, you can't get a good one sustained because you need a fairly good length of cold weather. And if we don't get it, and I was saying this the other day, there's a local park near my place and the firefighters, they put up the boards every year. And if the kids get two days of skating and hockey, that's almost a bonus year. Right now, it's turned, no, seriously, they got the boards up, but there's grass, like the green underneath it. There's no bed of snow or anything, and they're not going to water, you know, the grass because... So anyway, it's become like a glorified dog park. People walking their dogs around. It's like a real down-market Westminster dog show, you know, inside an arena. It's not Madison Square, per se, but uh, anyway... That's too bad, because to me, that's always been a ritualistic kind of thing, building the backyard rink and the kids getting out and uh, you socialize. It's wonderful stuff, but uh, ah, Canadiana. And that's one of the things we're starting to miss, I believe. Now, do we ascribe that to climate change? What else? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, it seems to be the anomaly. we got to get back into the, the days of a little ice age, like the middle of the 17th century, where some of the best hockey players came out of Europe in the middle of the 17th century. You could look it up. All right. We'll get around to topics worthy of discussion. We've got our panel slated to go. There's a whole lot of things we wanted to address, uh, some including whether the police have been empowered beyond reason now that we've got the new year upon us and people are being stopped, asked to give breathalyzers with no reasonable cause. Uh, that's not necessary to give any longer. So how do we like them apples? That more awaits in Moments on the Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 